Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? You guys watching that Lovecraft country on HBO? Yikes. I'm not really a sci-fi person, but this is like sci-fi and hardcore racism mixed together, which is very unique, I have to say, because just when you think the racism is horrific, then you see something fantastical happen. And it's like, wait, what's happening? And then the executive producer, she likes to take music from any era and put it in period pieces. And that blows my mind, too, because I'm very rigid and I'm a linear thinker um, about certain things. I'm very rigid. I, I like things to be uh, his, historically appropriate. Even if it's not accurate, I'd like it to be appropriate. Um, so it's just all like I'm all up in my fields when I watch it because there's so much happening. But I'm going to tell you something. That one guy's body is awesome. He is super fit. The lead actor. I mean, he he looks like he was born in the 50s, even though I know he's not because he's alive right now. Uh, as a young man, <laughs> he's very much, I think, 30 or something. I don't know how old he is, but he, he looks perfect for that time period. Um, and he's super fit, which is the reason why I started watching the show. Shallow, yes. But it was on, and so I was used to watching Perry Mason this summer. And it was on, and I didn't turn the channel. And I saw this guy, you know, really filling out his uh, shirt. And I was like, what is this? Because I didn't like the previews at all. I don't like sci-fi that much. I I didn't even really get into Game of Thrones at first. I had to be peer pressured into watching Game of Thrones. I went uh, to visit some friends in Chicago and they sort of like mocked me for not watching it. So I was like, what is it with the show? So I went and Googled it. And um, when I read that it's... Uh, the Sopranos meets game. Uh, the Sopranos meets Middle Earth. I said, "Oh, okay. I'll I'll try to watch it from from that viewpoint." And uh, yeah, then I fell in love. But I I remember watching the first episode of Game of Thrones and the first sign of that magic. I was like, "Oh, what the hell is this?" And I turned. I really I remember turning the channel, and like a year later. I got peer pressured into watching it and became one of the biggest fans. So um, saying all that to say, I saw the commercials for Lovecraft Country and I was like, I don't don't know. This looks weird. Um, And it's different. But HBO has taken me on this journey journey for the last couple of years. I I watched and enjoyed Watchmen, um, Euphoria. Uh, that's deep. It's not sci-fi, but it's definitely not something that's aimed at my demographic. And Zendaya was fantastic in it. And I think COVID is keeping season two from happening uh, right now. So very, very interesting journey. I did not love Perry Mason, but I enjoyed watching it, if that makes sense. Um, I thought they were going different directions. Um than they did. And I thought, I felt some of the storylines didn't get completely resolved, but I'm, I'm down. You know, I think they, I think they did a good job with what the show was setting out to be. Um, it was beautifully filmed and, um, 
that's just my two cents. And I always think that it takes more than one season. The first season of the show is figuring out what it is and what it can become. That's why sometimes it's a tragedy when the show gets canceled after the first season because they were just hitting their their stride and figuring out what it, what it was that they did better than anybody else. What was the story they were telling? Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the second season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, HBO is just taking me on this journey, man. I've been watching so much stuff that I wouldn't ordinarily watch, and Lovecraft Country is one of them. So I enjoyed that. If you have HBO, HBO Max, check it out. Uh, you know, what else? I watched NBA playoffs for the first time in I don't know how long. But uh, I tuned into the bubble. Luka Don- Doncic. Wow. I mean, I've never watched a kid play before. I mean, he's he's good. Real, really, really good. Um and I look forward to watching some of the younger players coming, you know, but I'm feel old. I'm watching Tim Hardaway Jr. I remember watching his dad play and I'm watching, um, the other Curry, Seth Curry. I'm like, dude, I remember watching Dale Curry shoot those sweet threes for the Charlotte Hornets. This is nuts. I'm watching, you know, people I used to watch on TV, their children are now dominating. That's deep. Um, but yeah, Luca, good stuff. That's exciting. I love the Euro step because everybody can't do it. <laughs> and it looks pretty sweet when you actually boom, boom, get that advantage. That was pretty cool. That was fun to watch. I really enjoyed, uh, TV this weekend. I probably watched more than I intended, but I still didn't watch that much. I was kind of busy, you know, here you go. You get the yard cause I don't edit enjoy I don't know I'm not that sleepy I've been up for a while I'm not sure why I'm yawning but anyway this Monday I you know I feel unfocused and I guess it's because I'm a little tired and we're starting to get into the fall and you know what my speech is if you go back to this podcast for the last two years prior you're gonna hear me say here we go now it's time to start wrapping it up getting things done you know because you got this window between I think it's late August when people get back from vacation. And even with COVID, people took vacations or they emotionally checked out or whatever. So you've got this window between late August and early December. I mean, like December 1st to really, really make some moves. So whatever it is you are wanting to do, whether it's saving for a house, whether it's getting a new job, whether it's you know, finally getting on with your divorce papers, uh, whether it's starting a new business, whatever it is, you've got this window between late August and, and early December to close the deal, get it done. Um, people will be at their desks. People will want to help you. People will be ready to hunker down and do some work. I don't know what it is, but psychologically, this is the finish line of a year and people tend you know, the last quarter comes up in there in that window and people tend to get things done and want to get things off their desk and start the new year fresh. And I'm not going to lie to you this year. We need a a fresh start. You know, we've seen a lot. We've endured a lot. It's we've been through quite a bit. So a fresh start will be ideal and amazing. So keep after it. 
You know, if you haven't finished your LLC paperwork, finish it. If you haven't applied for your passport, go get it. That's me. Check. Um, Whatever it is, just get going and get a vision and get excited. A lot of times things don't work out because you're not excited about it. You know, you have dreams and goals, but you kind of halfway don't believe it's going to happen. So you don't have any enthusiasm and you wonder why things don't work. Well, enthusiasm and excitement and passion, that's the gas in the engine. If you don't have any passion about something, it's not going to happen. So think about all the things you're passionately angry about and why those things always keep happening is because you're so passionate about it and you're drawing it to you. It really does work that way. But so let's get excited about the things you're passionate about in a positive way. You know, everybody has a dream, but sometimes you just bury it so far down because you want to be quote unquote realistic, which is one of my least favorite words, because reality isn't real. It changes all the time. It changes constantly. It changes with your perception. As soon as you change your mind about something, something changes. You know, the problem is a lot of us never change our mind. (laughs) We just like, I like peanut butter jelly. It should be grape jelly. And that's it. And that's how people live. You know, when you spend your whole day talking about what you're not going to do, what I'm not going to do. I mean, that person is probably super miserable because when you delineate all the things you're not going to do or all the things you think are you just I I can't see myself. See, when you start your sentences like that, then I already know your life is miserable because you're miserable. Happy people don't talk like that. Happy people don't speak about their limitations and and limited thinking. When you have a limited mindset, you have a limited life that they just go hand in hand. You know, and I think uh, St. Louis might be the capital of limited thinking land. (laughs) People here just have like no imagination. That's not to say there aren't a lot of talented, smart and interesting people here. There are. However, the tone of the environment, the reason why people feel like they can never live here or they have to move away from here and never come back is because creativity just dies here. There's not a lot of creative energy and a lot of creative thinking here. Um. There's a lot of, I know it won't work for me because here, (laughs) that's like the, I, you know, people here hate are haters, people hating in my city. And they think all this violence is just, you know, because people um, are, you know, are haters or, but I think uh, there are a lot of people who have haters that don't get shot and killed. I think it's deeper than that. I think there's too much, uh, there are too many guns and this culture that people have fallen in love with the gun culture, the weed, you know, drinking and drinking lean, smoking weed, playing with guns is probably not a a recipe for a super long life. That's just my theory. But St. Louis is tough. It's a tough city and it's only getting tougher. So I think people here are pretty comfortable watching dreams get smashed up against the wall. (laughs) And we probably need a collective meditation session. Uh, And I I think cities should do that. I think uh, schools, you know, you're worried about religion. That's fine. Meditation is not religious. Just it's just a change of pace. It's just to change your energy, you know. So anyway, 
when we're open and honest with ourselves, that's the beginning of a, an amazing conversation. And I can't fix the city and I can't fix you. All I can do is make suggestions. These are the things that have worked for me. Hopefully they will work for you. Uh, get clear and excited about your future. Meditate and, you know, watch things transform around you. But most of the time it's not going to transform if you're steady thinking of ways shit won't work out for you. Nothing ever works out for me. If you're one of those people, it probably won't. In fact, I know it won't. Uh, if you're one of those people, what I'm not going to do, what I'm not finna do, all those kind of people, you know, it would never occur to me to, you know, if you start all your sentences like that, or you live in a very specific way, I think this is a, a waste of something. And I would never, you know, when you start talking like that, you already have told yourself, the universe, God, and me, that you have no imagination and you live in a very limited, small space. And yeah, if you're unhappy, that's why. But listen, if you dig your small space and your small mind and your small situation, cool. Just that's great. This podcast is for people who aren't happy, who want to try to find a way to dig out because I'm constantly trying to find a way. You know, I saw my perfect life for myself at 20. I'm well past 20 and it still hasn't come together completely, but it's starting to do better than it than it was. When I was in my 20s, I was just like, I don't get this. I don't understand this. I'm frustrated beyond words. I have talent. I didn't realize the Me Too thing was going on. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, my vagina was supposed to be part of the negotiation process. You know, I was just sending out scripts and taking meetings and uh, wanting to get a deal based off of talent not that um I was I just didn't know <laughs> but you know it's it's just a fascinating thing so I was always frustrated because by the time I was 25 I was like I've done everything they told me to do and this it's still not working and then once you go down that rabbit hole I mean forget it you might not ever get out you have to really uh claw your way up like the girl who was trying to get out of that well in Silence of the Lambs. You should look it up. It's a good movie if you've never seen it. It's, it holds up. It's still riveting. So anyway, pay attention to how you talk. Pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Pay attention to things you say to other people um, and all these, you know, what you're not going to do and all this, you know, I'm, you know, I can't imagine that kind of stuff. If you start talking like that, that's how you're living. And if you are unhappy, you need to start there. If you love your life, I mean, I love the listeners, but this probably ain't the podcast for you. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it could be. Nobody's life is perfect, right? Everybody should be trying to improve every day. But like, if you really are super negative, you might want to listen and re-listen to my podcast. I really try to reposition your brain and how you think because that's what's worked for me. And and granted, everything hasn't turned out perfectly, but I am much, much, much happier. Much happier. Because I was miserable in my 20s and 30s and I just could not figure it out because I thought happiness was an external project. And it never was. It never was. Anything that is external to you always stays external it's not you can't fix anything the only thing you can control is how you feel and how you feel about something external 
So people who are going around saying they won't be happy till they find somebody to get married to and have a family with. I hope that happens for you. However, what if it doesn't? Does that mean you'll never be happy? You have to be happy within yourself. And what is it that you feel this person is going to bring to you in terms of validation? Because a lot of people wind up marrying the wrong person for them. It's not a it's not a match. These people who are out here, I had to shoot my boyfriend in the face. Like what was that chick the other day? Uh, Megan the Stallion. She just she got shot by her her boyfriend. You know, we already knew that Tory Lanez was probably the person who shot her because the way the news story was uh, the way it came out. I was like, oh, he shot her clearly. But then when she gets on Instagram live because he won't stop making it seem like it was all her fault. Um, which I don't know. I've been angry with a lot of people in my life and it's never occurred to me to shoot them. Shooting somebody in the foot, that's cruel. And I don't know the circumstances because I wasn't there. But to hear her finally speak the truth and stop covering for this guy, that's not a healthy relationship. And a lot of people, that's my point. A lot of people are in these relationships that aren't healthy. That's not love. I loved you so much. I had to shoot you. That's not love. That's how we've gotten things all twisted. Just because you're passionate and upset and this person's not doing what you want them to do, that doesn't make it healthy. I mean, the person you feel like you have to shoot, you probably need to get away from them and they need to get away from you. That's a whole nother podcast. Hopefully I'll be able to get in the room with people soon and we'll be able to do the group podcast. I had to cancel in April. So disappointed. Thanks, COVID. But anyway, that's another uh, another podcast. But yeah, don't confuse unhealthy, toxic passion with real love because that ain't it and I think you know we just live in a culture in a society that glorifies this culture of everything sort of being kind of skewed and we've got a lot of young people who think that that's love and that's not love you know and this love of guns is disturbing too especially people who do a lot of drugs if you do a lot of drugs and you like guns and dark liquor no thanks you can you can check me as uh, absent. I will not be at that party. <laughs> it, it can go left too many ways. And you already know. We already know there's one person in our lives that should never, ever, ever, ever get drunk or high and have a gun around. You already know. There's Everybody knows one person's like, oh, my God, please don't let them get drunk and have a gun. Let alone do hard drugs two anyway that's a lot to unpack so i hope you enjoy your monday (laughs) you're welcome the beach.
check out the sand of my feet The summer sun shining bright through the canopy's teeth A slight breeze through the palm trees pampering me A sight see from the mountain peaks the camera beats I wanna go with the flow, I wanna float with the tide I wanna float in a boat, I wanna surf when I slide I wanna open my soul and find my purpose inside I know it's in it but I really just don't know where it hides It was kinda bizarre when I got in my car And left it all behind, I thought I lost my mind But I just closed my eyes and hit the road to drive No clock to watch so I ain't know the time I was so surprised, I felt so alive My oldest polarized so the sun arose my eyes On the open road I'm feeling like Dolomite even though I took a gamble and just rolled the dice Like, fuck it <laughs> Like, fuck it uh. So, so now I'm feeling free uh, Free, uh, cause it's where I wanna be uh, Be, uh, in between me and you uh, You, uh, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free uh, Free, uh, cause it's where I wanna be uh, Be, uh, in between me and you uh, You, uh, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free uh, Free, uh, cause it's where I wanna be uh, Be, uh, in between me and you uh, you, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free, uh, free uh, Cause it's where I wanna be, uh, be uh, In between me and you, uh, you uh, I don't ever wanna, huh If you got a dream, you better follow it If you're fighting pride, you better swallow it If you have a doubt, just acknowledge it It's cool to be afraid, but don't be a cowardice If you got a dream, you better follow it If you're fighting pride, you better swallow it If you have a doubt, just acknowledge it It's cool to be afraid, but don't be a cowardice So when I did arrive, the time changed my life No, I can say I really did it and it made me like A pioneer on the frontier, native life Zeus was a suit chief, amazing ride Maybe I find a baby with hazel eyes Made my wife and babies live a lazy life That ain't happened with the point I was making, guys is you can do anything if you make it mine Like, fuck it Like, fuck it Like, fuck it Like, fuck it And I'm California